I'm David Humphrey, and this is Sound and Vision on WPS1 Art Radio. My guest today, on a daily basis, liquefies the distinctions between artist, curator, and writer. Welcome, Matthew Higgs. Hi. I'm sorry, that sounds a little bit like a digestive metaphor, but um, how would you describe your art activities? Um... Well, I guess it's, um, you know, I guess my primary interest is the space between those different ideas. So whether it's being an artist or as a curator or as a writer or, I guess, as an educator, etc. Um, it's always been the spaces in between things I've been most interested in. And um, I guess the idea is, or hopefully the idea is to develop a practice that perhaps uh, tries to sort of think about the overlaps and relationships between those disciplines without creating any kind of hierarchical distinctions seems like you're very interested in promoting kind of mutational or or sort of um, collision relationships between them sometimes um to some degree i mean um i don't see it as oppositional and i don't see it as a, a kind of friction uh they do seem to be obviously extremely related and uh you know at the base it's all the same thing which is just a set of ideas and i guess mostly working with other people's ideas which i think is the thing that interests me the most now, did you begin your activities in music-related areas? Um, I guess if you go back to when I was a teenager in the late 70s, uh, I grew up near Manchester in England, and between 78 and 80, I used to write a fanzine. And um, so between the ages of 13 and 15, and I used to promote shows, and I started a small label. Um, and I guess those, uh, those experiences of... Uh, working around something, i.e. not being in a band or not producing music, but being interested in a, an engagement with something, certainly I think informed my subsequent relationship with art. It seems as though you have something like the idea of curator or chronicler as producer. Uh, maybe. I think, uh, I think you know, when I was younger, I didn't have a, a kind of a language or a set of references for what I do. And I guess as you get older, it becomes more apparent that... Um, I think somehow it's, um, you know, it's always I've never had this desire to be on stage. So even as a kid, I didn't want to be in a band, but I always felt some kind of sense of frustration with being in the audience. So the way I would imagine it is somewhere between the audience and the stage, and it seems to me that's a pretty interesting space to think about and perhaps to work in, and certainly I think it applies to, you know, one's activities as a curator or running a space where you exist between an artist's set of concerns and then the public or the audience. And uh, I think it's sort of a tangible but somewhat amorphous area that continues to interest me. It seems more and more important as the archive or the, the mass of imagery and materials out there grows. We need people to sift and organize and shape. To uh, some degree. I mean, I think it's um, certainly in the last two years at White Columns since I've been programming there, um, you know, we've done about 60 individual shows and exhibitions, and we've worked with about 300 artists. And uh, in some respects, I'm not trying to um, uh, privilege or create a kind of sort of uh, legacy or hierarchy. I'm actually trying to create a sort of set up a situation that's something of a kind of confusion where there's so much occurring simultaneously that it's actually hard to say with any kind of certainty or confidence exactly what's going on. But it's a special sort of confusion. Exactly. It's kind of organized confusion. Well, what did you bring for us to listen today? Um, I just brought some records I've uh, been listening to a lot recently. And um, I guess there's a kind of middle-of-the-road aspect to, to some of the records, or certainly to the, their points of origin. Uh, but I don't think any of them sound middle-of-the-road. 
So the curatorial principle under which they're organized is is a uh, um, to be discerned. Well, they're mostly from the seventies and early eighties, um, and uh, they they all I think at some point have a kind of sort of where where a kind of typical rock form uh, drifted into something that would be more typically associated with dance music. Let's go.
freezing cold in answer nine two zero. You the cold maze say one freezing cold in answer nine two zero. All right. Matthew Higgs, what did we just hear? Um, the first record was The Who um, from 1982. It's called Eminence Front. And uh, the second record is uh, sort of an Italian novelty record from 1973 by Adriano Salantano, who was a 
Italian singer, actor, TV host, and comedian. Now, have you ever DJed? Have you ever um, rocked the house? Uh, I don't know if I've rocked the house. I've DJed. Um, I used to run a club when I was an undergraduate in the mid-80s. From, I guess, 84 to 87 in Newcastle in England. And I guess um, playing, I guess, uh, sort of... Um, essentially sort of disco and post-disco music and uh i guess at that time early house music and did you book acts also no we just uh just played records to uh supplement our meager student incomes now do you have a studio practice as well um i make art but i wouldn't call it a studio practice uh it doesn't require a studio to make it um i make art out of uh found pages and uh, covers from books um so my studio i guess is the strand bookstore and I guess you could fit the whole thing into legal envelopes. Uh, quite, quite easily. You could fit my entire production from the last 15 years in a, in a banker's box quite easily. Excellent. Well, what, what are we um, going to hear next? Um, this is uh, my current favorite record by Can. It's uh, from 1978, and it's called Sunday Jam.
I'm David Humphrey, and this is Sound and Vision on WPS1 Art Radio. I'm here with Matthew Higgs, listening to his vinyl, Master DJ. Matthew, did you listen to this stuff when it came out, or is this um, culled from the archive? Um, no, I, I, I'm not old enough to have listened to Alan Parsons' project first time around, but um, uh, definitely my interest taste in music changed around 1980-81 up until that point I guess I'd listened to post-punk and independent music that came after uh, first generation punk but um, certainly I started listening to dance music around 80-81 and it was essentially through the music I was already listening to uh, bands like the pop group and a certain ratio and you know early new order and so forth and uh Pretty much after that, you know, my taste sort of narrowed and uh, get narrower and narrower. So it's, um, uh, yeah. There's something about the collective energies that are conjured in dance music. They, they somehow reach out, they command for individuals to become groups. Is that, is that part of your interest? Possibly. I mean, uh, I guess, you know, a lot of the music I, uh, I liked when I was a teenager was essentially introspective. And I guess uh, one aspect of dance music would be its social, uh, collective, uh, communal dimension, which you know I've always found very interesting. You know I find the the, the social dynamics of nightclubs incredibly uh, interesting for all kinds of reasons. And empty nightclubs are my favorite places. And then watching them gradually fill up, and uh, how how that can change through you know intelligent and brilliant and imaginative sequencing of music. So, you know, the really great DJs, I think, you know, truly extraordinarily talented social organizers, um, as well as, you know, exquisite taste in music, etc. Do you think there's some analogy with uh, art spaces? Uh, uh, I wish. Uh, I don't think art has anything of the same kind of sort of uh, uh, emotional, uh, magical, uh, euphoric reach. I think it's almost impossible for an artwork to conjure or to convert individuals into groups with the same power. Um, yeah, and I guess, you know, it's, uh, I guess, uh, you know, lots of artists engage with social or collective or collaborative or socially engaged or uh, the practices of one kind or another. But, um, yeah, I don't think uh, one could find or even hope to find a, an equivalence for listening to uh, music together in a public space. So what do we have ahead of us? Um, the next record is Kokomo, Use Your Imagination. Uh, I'd say without reservation, my favorite record.
rude. Don't give a damn, don't give a hoot. Still gotta keep making the loot. Show This has been Sound and Vision on WPS1 Art Radio with guest, artist, curator, writer, DJ, Matthew Higgs. I'm David Humphrey. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, thanks. That was my pleasure. That was uh, 10cc with Art for Art's Sake, and we're going to play out with uh, Chris Rea on the beach.